This is The Shorts, and you're listening to The Dirtbag Diaries. I, I am a dotted line, and you fill me in with whatever you like. Now I'm just going through the motions. Being a climber, I thought I was set. Though my she-boss at the bread store polished her nails and declared climbing stupid, her husband was a climber of sorts, used to climb anyway. He was still fit and lean, and his eyes turned bright when we talked climbing. I liked him. A former corporate lawyer, he got fed up and quit, and now they made bread. I worked dead-end jobs, dabbled in writing, and went climbing. This job would be perfect, perhaps even long-term, because it was simple, came with food, and the early mornings would train me to love, rather than hate, the alpine start. Right. Surely this represented more than just another stop on the deadbeat tour. Besides, being a friendly guy and smarter than the average deadbeat employee, or so I figured anyway, the dead-end jobs often saw me as a real peach. For my first job after grad school, for example, Taco Bell enthusiastically brought me onto their team. A week into it, I realized that the Bell no longer had anything to offer me. Then, at Pizza Hut for two years, I was such a fine waiter that the boss let me make my own schedule. I'd climb all day, come busting through the doors for my evening shifts, scarf leftovers off of plates, and take my employee meal home for the next day's lunch. I tipped out the cooks, helped the other waiters bust their tables, and comprehensively bitched out customers who deserved it. Regularly. Once, my co-workers physically restrained me from a customer. But the guy really deserved it. The manager kindly asked me to let him handle such issues in the future and gave me a raise. A peach indeed. Quite obviously, I had the charm to connect with my she-boss at the bread shop. After all, not only did her husband love climbing, she had her own passion that, like mine, took her on numerous trips. Shopping. Yes, shopping. Clothes, I think, but I never asked. Since it's well known that passion is universal, certainly she'd respect mine like I'd respect hers. Maybe I'd learn something beside bread-rolling techniques after all. Maybe she'd reveal the secrets of pure joy inherent to spending ungodly amounts of money accumulating worthless crap. Yes, I fought hard the urge to see her as the villain with the minivan. She was the arch-typical soccer mom and more. Uptight, fast-talking, cell phone yakking, always opinionated about crap she knew nothing about. I'd stare suspiciously at her and her husband while rolling bread, he loved climbing, but didn't really climb anymore. The villain would probably disapprove mightily. I'll bet she kept him on a choke chain. What the hell, though? They were nice enough and good to work for. Decent pay. Free bread. Treated me well. And she was okay. It was just her values that I despised. But aside from a few mornings each week, I never had to deal with her. Excellent. Most importantly, though, I really needed compassion. Peace. Far be it from me, I resolved, to piss in her Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs>
Her wretched ways need only bother me if I let them, in which case the issues would become my own, not hers. I'd been working on being less judgmental. That materialistic bitch! Who the hell was she to rail on Alex Lowe when he died? The news of his death had floored me. He was my hero, and heroes don't die. They aren't supposed to, anyway. Like so many others, I expected him to emerge from the avalanche debris like a child from a pile of leaves. I'd been somberly rolling bread the day after the news, when someone at the table, out of sincere, genuine consideration, asked me about him. As we talked, the shopaholic increasingly interrupted with her annoying snippets until fully ripping on him for climbing when he had a family. Maybe, I suggested without really knowing, but surely knowing more than her, his family knows what passion really is and saw it in him and realized that though it could take him away like it terribly did, that it also made him so beautiful that every second was worth it. Maybe some people realize that passion is invaluable and that little is more sinister than to lure it in, capture it, and try to smother it. We had no breakthrough. She called him a schlep. So bold of you, I told her, to rail on someone killed while living passionately. It must feel good. The room went silent. At last the villain had shut her cake hole, but now, damn it, it seemed awkward between us. I kept rolling dough, slowly, rhythmically, Keep it to yourself, bread boy. But my mind raced. Go ahead, I thought. Declare yourself a prophet of sorts, along with the pathetic hordes of others now congratulating themselves for never leaving the couch in the first place. Yeah, use those smug words. It was bound to happen sooner or later. Such desperation. I should have felt sorry for her. Instead, I silently made a wish. May an enormous fucking rack of clothes collapse on you in your next visit to Macy's. I stopped rolling bread, breathed deeply to invite peace to come to me, so that I could think clearly before opening my mouth with something sincere. I then unloaded a verbal barrage on her of biblical proportions that left us all slack-jawed. Incredibly, I wasn't fired on the spot, but things just weren't the same after that. Soon after, I made a decision. I'd keep my other, more flexible dead-end job, another fine position, manager of a rinky-dink indoor climbing gym in a health club, and commit to becoming a writer. Not just one who hangs out in coffee shops talking about writing, but one who makes some sort of a living, even a meager one, from writing. Of course, I'd climb more, too. I told my boss. She scoffed. Never make any money doing that. I thanked her for the encouragement and walked out the door. Only thing worse than a deadbeat climber, it seems, is a deadbeat rider. My name is Kelly Cordes, and these are my shorts.
senior editor at the American Alpine Journal, writer and margarita enthusiast Kelly Cordes is currently chasing his passions down in Patagonia. If you enjoy what you heard, visit Kelly's new project, The Alpine Briefs. Kelly and the other editors at the journal have launched alpinebriefs.wordpress.com as a way of providing a home for the stories, humor, and insight from high places that doesn't always make it into the club's extensive journal. Music today by Deer Tick, The Rank Deluxe, and Frightened Rabbit, whose newest album, The Midnight Organ Flight, is filled with fist-pumping goodness. For information about the bands and streaming cuts, visit our website, dirtbagdiaries.com. Support for the Dirtbag Diaries comes from Patagonia. I'm Fitzcahal. That was Kelly Cordes. You've been listening to the Dirtbag Diaries. Something carries on, and it's not more.